Hello, welcome back to the studio. It's been a minute. Um, been a couple weeks, actually. And I've been on and off with this podcast for a long time. Uh, but the reason this time around has certainly changed the reasons in the past. Life happens, I get busy, things happen, and sometimes I'd go on a month or so hiatus. But this time around, I promise I was still thinking about the podcast every day. And today's episode is going to be very different than most in that we have a, a lot of very big announcements that will be made today. Um, you can see one of them. I'm wearing it on my chest. Give you a little bit of a view behind the microphone there. But uh, episode 100, and this has been a benchmark for me, something that I've thought about honestly ever since we hit like 50, which was kind of like a milestone at the time. And we always joked about the funny shit we'd do when it came to episode 100 and like made little fun bets and things. But now that it's here... Yeah, you know, the show doesn't actually change, but uh, the way we're going to approach it, some of the things we're planning on doing in the future, and most importantly, the project we're going to roll out today is going to change the way this show runs. And I, first and foremost, am so excited and appreciative um, of everyone who supported me and, uh, and the show and just excited about the direction and the trajectory of what we have going on. Today's episode is June 3rd as I'm recording this. I will have one guest, one awesome guest on this episode, Drew Carpenter. A lot of you know him if you've listened to any part of this show. He was my guest on the first ever episode of D1 Rejects, um, partially because he is a D1 Rejects. Also, dude's my best friend, like cut me a little bit of slack. But he joins me today to talk about this project that we're rolling out, that being the D1R Athlete Project. This is something that... I'm going to dive into a lot in this episode, but I think the best way for you guys to understand what really this is about is just to play the video that I'm going to use to launch this on all of our social media. So before we jump into anything, here is the video announcing the D1R Athlete Project. Hello and welcome to the D1 Rejects studio. This is a space we introduced to our audience almost exactly a year ago. And after a few changes of scenery, we've come a long way since turning on the cameras for the first time. We're extremely appreciative of everyone who's been along for this ride and for those who are still yet to be a part of it because today we're ready to make the next big announcement for the show. Our goal in making content has always been simple, shining light on players from all levels of football, no matter how small. We've decided the best way to do that is by partnering with you directly to help tell your stories. D1R athletes are people who want to grow their personal brands while also helping us expand our presence as we continue to make content across all platforms. Our partnered athletes are going to have some awesome perks when it comes to branding and the show. They'll get first access to new discounted merchandise, custom graphic and video content, a dedicated spot on the wall of our studio, input on what we talk about on the podcast, entry into yearly awards, and so much more. This is something that has been in the works for months, and we're extremely excited to get the ball rolling with our first wave of partnered athletes being announced in the coming weeks. If you'd like to become a D1R athlete, there's a form in the link in our bio that you can fill out to be considered. But don't be discouraged if you don't get a response because we're going to start out with only a few athletes as we figure out a system that works best for all of us. Thank you all once again. This is an exciting time to be a part of the show, and it would not be possible without everyone who tunes in to every episode. You got a little bit of a taste of that. Like I said, we're going to talk a lot more about everything it means to be a D1R athlete in every sense of the word. Uh, there will be some more things to talk about on this podcast. The next biggest thing is new merch. And 
that's something that I have been working on for quite some time. And you might think like, oh, you know, the design process, whatever. It was much more so about like, what do I make? What do people want? What will people wear? Where do I get it done? How do I get it printed? How do I ship it out? How do I get it to you guys and make it an experience that is worthwhile? And that was really the reason that this merch has taken so long. But now it's here. You can see it on the graphic there. This is what will go out on all of our socials announcing the new first piece of merchandise for the show. And I'm really proud of this. I think it's nothing super complicated. It's very simple in design. It's a very simple t-shirt. You can see even myself wearing it right now. I'll give you a little, a little stand up, a little look. Nice little vintage tea action. Um, and this is something that I've wanted to do for so long as far as just promoting the show, getting more physical branding out, and uh, just thanking people, right? Thanking people for being a part of this. You saw in the video, the D1R athletes, when they're selected, will all receive a shirt as part of that first initial care package along with a bunch of other perks that are going to come with being a D1R athlete. So the shirt is the first of many things, hopefully, that we will roll out with trucker hats and hoodies and keychains and anything else you can think of, hopefully down the line. My idea in doing this has never been to make money. Up until this point, I've never made a dime off the podcast. So obviously, that's not my motivation. I've done this for three years. Making money is not why I do this. But it is going to be nice, one, to spread the branding of the show, and two, to generate a little bit of funds. Like I'll be honest with you because I want to invest more in this show and make the end product even better. So that's really what this money is going to go towards. This isn't a, uh, a little spending fund for myself. I want to be able to put more into the show to produce better, more engaging content, and potentially bring more people on is really what this money could potentially go for. So when you think about if you do end up purchasing a t-shirt, you get the link. I will show you uh, one more time. The link right there, division1rejects.printify.me. Check it out. It's also in the link in our bio, in our link tree. But if you think about purchasing a little bit of that merch, then just know that's what it's going to go for. Bringing people on to help this show be better and reinvesting into it and making the content that you see just take that to another level. Very excited about that. And finally, um, we're going to talk a lot about the future plans for the show in this episode, right? What does it look like? Um, episode 100, okay, what's new? Why does this matter? Why should I give a shit, right? There's going to be a lot of new things moving forward outside of the D1R Athlete Project that I think we'll be excited about. But before we talk about any of that stuff, let's get right into the conversation with the man, Drew Carpenter. The only guest on this show tonight, a guy who will be the first member of the D1R Athletes to get his picture up on the wall in the studio, He's also spent many episodes on the old couch back in the Lake Orion home. It's Drew Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, Kobe, we came a long way, man. I have never been to the D1R studio yet, but I feel like. Which is a crime. I feel like I, yeah, well, I feel like I have a chair just calling my name because it may not be as, you know, nostalgia as the, the old couch, but it's got its perks. That setup, you look back on it. Pretty sweet little, like, as far as, like, what the show's about, dude. It's just three dudes on a couch. Even Jim Manzo made a couple cameo appearances. It was a couple, like, rotating doors. But, like, me and you were kind of the mainstays. Chambers was in there almost every episode. Like, that was fun. That's what I think when I sat down and started doing that, like, don't get me wrong, started in the dorm. That was its own thing. It was more, like, just kind of figuring it out. But, like, sitting on the couch is where I was, like, like, this shit is fun. Like, this is how it's supposed to feel. It's awesome. Yeah, and you know, I think the biggest thing was 
first off, walking in and saying hello to your mom and dad. <laughs> True, uh, and before you go going, downstairs. <laughs> and, and then going into your basement. And whether whether I was either early on time or sometimes like five minutes late to a, a meeting, it was one of those like, huh, Kobe's going to kill me if I don't get down there fast. <laughs> yes, and, and Always for the guests because we always lead. Like, I guess a lot of people don't know, like, we don't record the show as it's uploaded right so we always knock the guest out of the way first because that's kind of the important and timely piece that we have to schedule and then we do everything else so yeah, yeah we like, show up with a chipotle burrito and we're like three minutes into a conversation <laughs> <laughs> well you know i remember that actually yes. chipotle had the big ass like weight or whatever and you told me <laughs> to order online and it, it i don't know whatever but um but yeah, it was always, you know, just pulling up, going, seeing Sarge and all them, and then walking downstairs and getting in my, like, corner spot. That was – I always like yep. the little middle spot. So, definitely oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. I mean, geez, I feel like we've grown up so much since then. It does. Know, like, it actually does. It feels like that for sure. But it's like, when you think about it, the way I structure the show has not – the stuff, the way we talk about stuff hasn't changed. It's just, like, in a much more professional setting is kind of, like, really honestly all it is. Like, we don't – you know what I mean? There's, we're not very like, uh, what's the word, you know, resistant, like, um, you know, we swear, like we say, we say we want to, like, we're not, we're explicit on here and it's just fun. Like, that's what it's always been about. I don't think it's going to change. Um, but hopefully we can do a lot more stuff like outside of the show is kind of the biggest goal. I think, you know, the one thing I will credit you on is, you know, as you've starting to starting to got a little bigger and stuff, you still, you know, care about the small people you know, and how like a, like a, even a, you know, it's called D1 rejects, but of course you're going to sometimes, you know, get the, the D1 guys on there and everything oh, like yeah. that. But the little small stories that, you know, some people don't necessarily like look at and care about as much, you know, they still get their, their spotlight too. And I think that's credit to you. And, you know, you're just way to uh, highlight some of these people that may not have been, you know, highlighted most of the time. I appreciate that, dude. And that's, I've already played, at this point in the episode, I've already played, like, the D1R Athletes announcement video for the people watching, so they have a general idea of, of what's going on. But that was the first thing that spurred this idea. It wasn't about, like, merch or getting brand out. It was, like, how do I connect with more people so I can tell their stories? Because that's the thing that I've learned working with Northern as the lead content coordinator with all of our athletes. Like, the stories I get to tell about the athletes here are incredible, and we have a student athlete body of, I don't know, two, 300 kids across the country. How many people can we connect with and tell their super interesting stories? And like, you never know about them until sometimes it's too late. Right. And yeah. I want to be able to like be there to be the guy to tell these stories. Um, not even selfishly, like this has nothing to do with myself, but just, you know, these are things that other people need to hear. I feel like, and that's what sports not to stand on my fucking soapbox here for a minute, but that's what sports brings to our lives in the world is being inspired by others and seeing other stories. And everyone loves an underdog story, like the heat in a, a play-in game. And now they're in the finals. And it's like, that's yep. just e it's an easy story to tell because they're on the biggest stage in the world. But what about, you know, the girl on the track team that comes over from Jamaica and her first time being in the U.S. comes in at night to Marquette and has the culture shock and goes on to set school records. Like, that's a story I got to tell this last year. And there are so many random off-the-wall ideas and things that I have, and just connecting with more people is going to be it's gonna be awesome. Dude. Well, one, one story that I can't wait till it's told is 
the running back at Northern that tears his ACL twice and proceeds to score a touchdown, you know, in his comeback year. And I, you know, I think that your injury history has not only, you know, affected you off or on the field, not allowing you to play, but you've been able to grow this, this little, essentially this little baby of yours into like a walking toddler at this point. Cause this is, this is only just the start. <laughs> I love it. And um, I it. no, I just that think that, no, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that you'll be able to just – once you'll be able to tell your story too and, you know, because your story is not over yet and there's a lot of people that are going through similar things. And I just feel like if you look at how many people have been on this podcast or highlighted or anything like that, you've done it, you know, the same way every single time. You haven't let that little bit of, uh, oh, like we're, we're starting to like really pick up some, you know, steam here affect you. you, you I just think that's a credit to you. And I just can't wait until you're able to tell your story. Good man, dude. I love that. I appreciate that a ton. You know yeah. that. But um, you're 100% right. And it's like I told a lot of people when because the, well, the first question, right, when they figure out that I do a podcast or have a show, it's like, well, how many people listen? And I'll throw out like a number. And I'm like, and, you know, the, the reaction is usually like, oh, that's great. You know, that's cool. And I'm number isn't huge. You know what I mean? Like we don't have thousands and thousands of people tuning into these episodes, but if I was doing it for that reason, like I would have quit a long time ago, like a long time ago. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, do you think that a lot of, do you think a lot of people really cared if, you know, what you Hunter and I thought the Lions should have done with Stafford? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy though. I did say the Lions were going to trade Stafford on an episode. I wish I had the clip because that happened. But, I mean, the amount of times that, you know, we were like, oh, this team might do this. This team, nobody really cares about that. Like, <laughs> they, 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 care, they care more about, you know, the stories of other people. And, and like we yeah. said, you're able to highlight other other people. And it's 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 a credit to who you are. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. But let's talk about. 100 episodes. I know. I thought at like, I thought at like episode nine, you'd be like, yeah, this shit's not for me. Right? That's what happens you know to what most mean? people that start these shows and these podcasts. And that's the number one piece of advice when i was out in baltimore i would talk with two separate people who were like found again found out and were like you know i've been wanting to start a podcast for so long whether it's about sports or otherwise and they were like what's one thing and i said just continue to do it um and just be consistent and just produce content like that was the biggest hurdle for me is like everything i put out is not going to be perfect so you can't expect it to be you just need to get the first one done and then the second one done and then the third one done. You were on the first podcast episode. It sucked. It blew. But at the time, it was like, that was it. Like, that was it. And so, like, number two got better. Number three got better. Number four got better. And it's anything. And that's what I told both of them was, like, just make episode one. Like, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. And it's it applies to, to literally everything. It's so hard for me sometimes to just do that. You And you can apply that to anything in life. Like, Get that first workout done. Yeah. That, do that first piece of homework on Monday. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, stuff like that to where it's just like, it's all about consi- consistency. And I think that's where you have always been, you know, like, let's keep this, you know, let's keep this going. I, I personally think that, you know, you talk about future plans for D1 rejects. I think D1 rejects on the road is going to be, that's like, that's like, that's what I would love to yep. see out of this show is to like destination shows. Yeah, how Barstool would, like, go to, like, schools around the camp, or not Barstool, but, like, or when they would go to see, like, other athletes at, like, the Bills training facility or, like, the Raiders training facility. Imagine D1 rejects on the road in middle of buckfuck nowhere, excuse my language, (laughs) Nebraska, 
talking about this D3 football player who nobody knows, but it's like, it's a cool little story. And I think that, you know, I think, I just think it's a, it's a unique story and it's a unique way, but again, then again, it's all about highlighting the little people. Yeah, the, dude. The rejects. Yeah, hundred percent. And so in about a month, You'll be in here, and we can take one of those, like, shaking hands pictures in front of the wall over there. It'll be gold. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I'll get that one printed out. That'll be good. We can but, do that. Uh, we can do that before the drink start and during. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need, a, we need a before and after for sure. Um, but you'll be the first of the D1R athletes. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about helping players grow their brands. It's something we're going to talk about a lot. And for guys like you and me, but also for younger guys especially, like, this – NIL, call it what it is, but these athletes are earning themselves opportunities, right? And it's all based on their presence and their reach and engagement. And some other metrics go into it. But what I can do, I believe, by offering this platform, by partnering with these guys, one is help get my name out there and the show out there. Like, that's selfishly, like, I would love that. That'd be awesome. But the yep, other side of that is when you get athletes like yourself who you never know, like, if you get a little bit of a following, you already have one, but a lot of guys don't. You get a little bit of a following, and all of a sudden, your reach and other metrics and those things are seen by businesses. You earn yourself a little bit of a platform. It's not all about making money, but it's about that kind of brand and using you know, your leverage as a student athlete to just open doors for you, I think, everywhere. So making connections is going to be uh, absolutely huge, but another really big piece of this is going to be creating a community, right? Because I know just within like Michigan, like D2 football, I love how, and this is high school, college life, like a rival school. You and I are great examples of that. Like you just hate the dude. You hate the dudes that are on the other sideline. You hate them. All you want to do is tear them apart. And then you're like, what if I was on that team? Like, what if I decided, you know what? I'm going to commit to Northwood and not Northern Michigan. Then I would be boys with just about, you know, 80% of that team. Like we would be boys. And so, like, I nobody mean, thinks about it like that. And at the end of the day, if we can get dudes from all over, and we're not changing the freaking world, but we might change the way people think about very certain things in the world of sports. And, like, that prospect to me is so cool. And football is always going to be a very violent game. And you should – I want to knock the snot out of everyone that I play against. But at the same time, I'm like, good hit, big bro. Like, you got me next – I'm going to get you next time. You know what I mean? Like, there yeah. – I think – that attitude change is something I want to encourage. I think it'd be fun. Well, I, I think this is a little bit of a joke. I think you and I have had our fair share of experiences at each other's schools and with <laughs> other people that go there. Um, you know, hashtag Delray. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you, you're definitely, definitely right. Uh, I think that the D1 rejects like brand, what this is going to allow people is like, okay, so I go to Northwood University. I play football there, right? And if obviously you as in Kobe know that, Oh, I, one of my guys is at Northwood. Right. But I think what the one of the D one rejects like athletes is going to be able to tell us. Cause like, it's, it's not necessarily like a bad thing that like, I'm sure not every athlete listens to every single episode. So like you miss yeah. a couple of guys, but, like when you're like, Oh, like when D one R is like, this is athlete one, this athlete two, it's like, Oh sweet. Like now when we play uh, a Hillsdale, let's just say you had a guy there. It's like, oh, that's that's one of my boys. He's a D one R athlete. You know what I mean? It's like, it adds that like sense of, like, bro, you know, it's like a brotherhood, essentially. Little 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 D one R frat. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, dude. And we could like we could totally uh, build it into something like that. It would be, 
it'd be awesome. And that's kind of the dream and the goal for that. But also you talk about like getting these other schools involved, right? And talk about, let's give a random example here. Uh, we had a guy on from CSU Pueblo the other day, a school that I would have no involvement with if I didn't have this podcast. You know what I mean? Exactly. But say down the line, we get a dude from Mesa, from Pueblo, from Mines, you know, someone, a guy over there, all of a sudden the dudes at their school are like, wait, this, this like actually like, they actually care about it. Like they actually want to tell these stories. It's not just a, you know what I mean? I think it, like you said, the brotherhood, that sense of inclusivity, like that is something that's, it's awesome. There's a chance that you could get a guy from, you know, uh, Colorado school, of the mines and he's playing West Florida. And on at, at, at on the sideline, he's just like, and that guy's a D one R reject. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, so like it's stuff like that to where it's like you're really starting to network and you're starting to brand and you know I think it, I think you know this is just like the baby steps. You know, you're just starting to walk and I think we're about to you know start running once you get this thing going. I hope so, dude. I really do. But you're right too. Like that whole networking piece is another another side of it because you talk about athletes going into the workplace, whatever it is, like a lot of these guys are end up being very successful. Most of them won't play like a professional ball. Some of them will, which is awesome. You know, you still have those opportunities, but now you know these guys who have gone through really a lot of the same things that you've gone through. And let's face it, a lot of athletes, I think kind of go towards the same couple core career paths, right? I think it's, it's just part of being an athlete. There are totally outliers, but when you have this network start to being, built up that can be a super super powerful tool for you and the last kind of piece to it is that when you get these guys from all over geographically demographically you get all the different insights and that's what makes football a awesome sport in the first place is that the the excuse me the locker room is a melting pot english is sometimes still hard for me even 100 episodes in but (laughs) the locker room is full chock full of guys who come from different backgrounds and different areas especially the higher up you get the more diverse it comes especially when you look at the pros so that's what football makes or makes it so great why don't we just expand on that and get these different insights on the show and, and talking to everybody i mean you and i have both now played in uh two separate like levels high school and now college and High school, you know, you're with people that you've grown up with. You know, you went to preschool th- through 12th grade with them, right? Kind of like similar upbringings. Now you walk into a college locker room and, like, you know, I'm from Oxford. And random dude from Florida, um, buddy Shamar from Miami. We definitely grew up a lot different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like – so, like, stuff like that. And, you know, I think D1 Rejects is just another way of just, like, highlighting like hey we're all in like similar spots but like we have different stories to tell yeah and i think that you know when we get the real the d1r athletes like going there's gotta be like a group chat or something like hell yeah you know the like, first couple need it keep that going that way everyone knows everyone like hey you're like the first wave congratulations need it um so uh and i'm speaking of uh, another thing the merch merchandise that you're repping right there i've been i've been showing that off to a couple of people i got an another buddy that wants to you know get in on that so oh yeah Nick Calvert said that he expects a phone call <laughs> that's good that's good no and it'll just be like another piece kind of along the way and like another way to help with the branding of the show and also another way of like thanking the guys right because this is something that we're going to give all these guys so that's just another way of kind of thanking them and, and being like really appreciating them being a part of this because you know, it's a two-way street, and it's never going to be a one-way thing. We're both going to prosper and better ourselves because of it, and that's 
at the end of the day, that's what it is, right? It's a mutually beneficial arrangement, and I've totally tried to set it up um, as such. But I'm excited for you to finally get up here and see this place because it's long yeah. overdue. It's going to be fun. But um, as the first dude, I don't know, there wouldn't be anyone else to start this thing off but you, man. You know, I appreciate you a ton. Yeah, you know, same same thing. Like I said, I've uh, kind of hit on it a couple of times. I think that, you know, you don't give yourself enough credit sometimes to the hard work and all that stuff. The amount of people that, like, would have folded already by now and just, I mean, you've, you've really put your all into it. And I think that, like I said, you don't give yourself enough credit and you're really, I just think you're doing the great things, man. And it's only the start. I'm just glad to, you know, I was there from kind of day one. So it's, it's, it's great to see. And even prior to day one, I was kind of there at day, day zero when it was hey, like ground zero, bro. And we were trying to, yeah, hey, hey, it was D one rejects or D two dorm talk. We could have been on a totally different route right now. And I just remember being like D two dorm talk is so tough. You're like, really? I'm like, dude, I I'm sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> like, you gotta go with the other one. It's way catchier. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is, and that's I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about it, dude. But again, I appreciate you. We're gonna get uh, get these these athletes started being announced in the next couple of days. You're gonna be that first one, man. Let's do it. Yeah, I appreciate it. This is you know it's been fun. Let's let's keep this rolling. Hell yeah, dude. Drew, thank you, brother. I'll talk to you, man. But for tonight, have a good one. I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you. And uh, I just placed second on Star Wars Battlefront last game, so <laughs> you know I'm, I'm balling out. <laughs> good shit brother have a good one all right i'll see you really appreciate drew coming back on here um just awesome to reflect and i know it might not mean a ton to a lot of you guys but to us like that means the world just being able to reflect on where we've been where we are now and more importantly where we're going and i think all of that is just super exciting for me but just to dive more into the whole idea of the d1r athletes right and what that entails. You get your t-shirt, you get your spot on the on the studio, the wall in the studio. And that's something I want to show you guys right now. A lot of you guys have only seen this view. I don't usually move these cameras around too much when we're doing the actual show. And you've seen a lot of this view with the two chairs. But now on the other side of the studio over here, this is the wall where all these pictures of the D1R athletes will be going. So you can get a good sense of where that is. And on that wall, you can see right now it's a blank canvas. So... Down the road, what I'd like to have are just a ton of pictures. We're going to have each of the guys sign the pictures that go up on the wall. And then on that wall, that'll just be our way of showing thank you, right? And we're going to show that just about in all of our episodes, whether it be at the beginning, the end, the middle. I don't know yet. I'll figure it out, right? But I wanted to show you physically that we are ready to have that in our studio just to give you guys a better vision of what that's going to look like. Our first wave of partnered athletes is going to be coming out very soon. By the time this comes out, give me a couple days. We're going to start rolling out. We've got a few guys that are already going to be a part of this first inaugural class. And then after that, man, I have no idea where it's going to go. So make sure to apply in the link in our bio. Use that form to get in there. Apply to be a D1R athlete. I promise you I will check it out. I will read through your responses. Um, and I appreciate every one of you that, that does that. Now, finishing up with the merch. I talked actually a lot more than I expected to in the intro about it. Um, but... I kind of the biggest points. I mean, we're starting with this simple shirt. We're going to try and get <clears throat> some more shirt designs out. We're going to try and get some hoodies out, some hats, whatever it is that you guys want. So that's why feedback is really important. If we hear from some of these D1R athletes, the first guys, um, and they want X, Y, and Z, I'm going to do everything in my power to get that done. So I'm super excited to get this out. Uh, I'm not going to be charging an arm and a leg. I think I'm going to start these at like 23 bucks. And I wanted to make sure that it was something where 
Obviously, it's worth my time to make them, but also I don't want to charge $30 for a t-shirt. I wouldn't buy it, so why would you guys? And I think that's a really important piece of this as we move on. It's just like me putting myself in other people's shoes because, you know, every one of you guys is super important to me, and I want to make sure that I, I don't undervalue anybody. And I think that's a great way to really spur this D1R athletes thing is to bring more people into my fold, into the fold of this show, and to make something that has been awesome. But I've elaborated a ton on that. Let's talk the future of the show. And I just have some bullet points here, so bear with me. And the biggest piece, just reflecting, and I take these last couple weeks to kind of reflect on the content, what we do in the studio. And I think the biggest thing for me moving forward is to have more emphasis on our namesake, D1 Rejects. We talk, we talk a little bit about D2, and we started to get into that D3 realm, but we haven't, I don't remember the last time we talked really about NAIA football. And those levels, that should be what we talk about. That's what this show is about. And so reflecting and looking back on that, we're going to have much more in-depth analysis on Division Two, especially, but also Division Three NAIA football, even look at a little bit of JUCO football, right? I want to go into those realms and really dive into those a lot more in-depth with more analysis than we have in the past because that's something that should set our show apart and that should bring in the athletes from those levels. I think that's crucial. Now, on top of that, we're going to still talk about Power 5, Big D1 football because, A, it's fun. Two, people like listening to it, and that's all it is. You know, we enjoy it, you enjoy it. That's all that really matters. So we're still certainly going to talk about that. Um, and we're also going to still be on the NFL because, again, huge league, huge platform. We enjoy it. We all watch it. I know you guys like listening to it. But a lot more emphasis is going to be placed, I can assure you, on those lower levels of football because that's what we should be all about. That's really important for me moving forward to make that very clear. Otherwise, I would love to branch out to other sports with content and with guests, but uh, football will always certainly remain the focus, and that's kind of the, the main gist of it. But, you know, if there is – we've talked uh, here and there about everything. We did a video about the Oklahoma softball team who has been dominant, or we've talked about other, like, big phenomena in baseball or NBA finals are going on as I record this right now, game one of the finals. And we've talked a little bit about this. I certainly do want to make this a little bit more of an all-encompassing sports show. Football will always be the focus. But I would like to talk about other sports because those are things that add context, add perspective to our own sport, to our lives. And uh, let's be honest, football is not the end-all, be-all. There are so many other great sports and, more importantly, great stories out there that uh, I would be remiss if I didn't cover them. So we're certainly going to be rolling more of those in. And then same thing goes with the guests right? We've only had really football guests on here. We have a couple media members that are kind of borderline, but for the most part, it's been players and coaches and, uh, you know, hopefully some agents, those type of things. But as we move forward, I certainly would not be opposed to having baseball, basketball, softball, track and field, swim and dive, rowing even. I, I don't care. Like any other cross country track, you know what I mean? Like I certainly would not be opposed to having other athletes on this show because they all provide a very distinct and unique perspective other than my own, which is the most valuable thing in the world. So moving forward, expect some of that sprinkled in here or there. Um, like I said, first and foremost, football will be the priority on the show. Like, do not get it mistaken. We're football guys, and that's what I feel somewhat credible to talk about because I play it, and I feel like I know it, and that's, that's what I want to talk about. It's what I enjoy. But I certainly want to uh, broaden our horizons a little bit when it comes to the show. As far as future episodes... Coming this fall, as football season goes, if you've been listening to the show, you know that when football season comes around, D1 Rejects takes a hike because shit gets busy. Like, life is tough. There's 
for myself, football, there's school. I'm still full-time uh, college student. And then work. And you're working. I'm working 25 hours a week during the during the season doing photo and video content here at Northern. And sometimes it's just too much. So that's where I need to, I need to bring in some help because that is my mission this year to bring you at least weekly episodes during the fall season. That is my promise to you. Uh, might not have two a week. But we will have at least one episode a week this season. And that's going to be huge because you come in here after a game. You can talk, you know, with some of the biggest performers from that week. Say a kid uh, in D2 goes off and breaks a record or something. Let's get him on the podcast that week. You know what I mean? Let's not wait till the offseason to have these awesome conversations. Let's do our week-by-week rankings. Let's talk about the biggest uh, upsets of the week and all those things at all levels of football. So having this show running during the week is going to certainly be a priority of mine. How I figure that out and who I need to bring on to help me make that a possibility and a reality, that's up to me. I'm going to figure that out, but I promise um, that certainly will be around. But Otherwise, like I said, this episode is going to be very different, and I appreciate you if you have made it all the way through. Um, There are so many people I could thank that I know are listening now that always make it to the end of episodes, and um, I love all of you very much, and I really do appreciate you because um, there are a lot of episodes and not a lot of views, and that's totally fine because I know there are a select few that watch every single one to the last second, and those are the ones that mean the most, but every single person who clicks on a video or uh, throws in the headphones, like, just know, like, you're definitely making me smile because this is that's what I do it for. Um, I certainly don't do it for views or for making a little bit of money off T-shirts, um, but I just want to spread positive messages about the world of sport and hopefully tell the stories of others that otherwise wouldn't be told. And that... Uh, I promise I didn't write that down, but that came out pretty eloquently. So I don't know if I can top that, but thank you all very much. It's been episode 100, a little bit of unconventional one of sorts, but I'm excited for where this show is and where it is going. Thank you.